You're listening to Mixing Mindsets. I'm Andrew Blank. And I'm Eric Navrosky, and we hope you find some value out of these conversations about lifestyle, music, and more. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Mixing Mindsets. This is uh, the DadCast. The first DadCast. Yes. Because... The first DadCast. Yes. We're back from hiatus because I had a baby. Um, Andrew had a baby Mm -hmm. like 10 months ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, our guest... Who needs no introduction? His name is Johnny Popko. You probably already know of him. Um, <laughs> has, two. has two babies. And uh, we're going to be talking about fatherhood today. Um, I feel like we're all at different walks of life. I mean, obviously, yep. you also recently, fairly recently had a child, roughly around the same time that I did. Yeah. But you also, how old is Lincoln? Lincoln's five. Lincoln's five. So yeah. you have years ahead of us like, in terms of terms of experience here. Yeah, so. I guess you could say that. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it out. Yeah. Aren't we all? <laughs> so you have a 10-month-old at this point? Correct. I have a eight-week-old. Eight so I, yeah, I'm the, noob, the newbie in this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been a journey. It's been a short journey, but a very difficult journey at that. 100%. <laughs> um, lack of sleep, of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Elliot is his name. And uh, honestly, Sarah does most of the work, and it's still hard for me. Right. <laughs> so I can't, I can't imagine, like, you know, Sarah's always feeding him. She's always with him. Like, I'm the one who kind of gets to go and do my job stuff. Yeah. And uh, she's taken off. Yeah. So, so, like, I guess, I guess the big question I have for everyone as a whole is... You know, I was thinking about this earlier today. Think about your former self prior to children. What has what changes have been made in terms of like lifestyle? I don't remember that time. So I have a five year old and, and a nine month old. Mm-hmm. So I but I, I can't remember that time. I mean, like, thank God for Facebook memories because that, that right. takes me back to uh the life prior to children. But yes. yeah, I mean mm-hmm. like if you had to like pinpoint certain things, if you remember like any any semblance of your former self, what it, what has as fatherhood <laughs> changed for you? Just the inability to get up and do anything without a plan. Right. Because yeah. like you can't just go to the movies. You know, exactly. you have to find yeah. a babysitter or get a, uh your 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 parents involved or whatever it might be. And it's just like yeah. you can't just go anymore. Mm-hmm. Like my wife and I we traveled a lot before children and it was awesome. We would just go three just day go weekends. Out. Yeah, just go. And mm-hmm. and now it's like now it's great though, because then we do that that stuff with the kids, which exactly. is great. Yeah. It's different, right? But yeah. I mean you can't just go and it all has to be planned like well in advance. Yeah. I mean that's, you need that's that a huge thing. Yeah, family is huge. You need that extra help with the family and mm. in order to do those things. And it's just, yeah, it's 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 different. But yeah. it's so it's far awesome. that's only hit me once. Right. And uh I got off of a long work day and I was starving. And I, I walked in the house with Sarah and I was like, You just want to go to Hops, local restaurant. Mm. And um she's like, Well, we have a baby. I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Pack it I up. Like, Let's go. I, gotta, I was like, I guess I'll eat cereal. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. No, like correlating with what you said, Popka. I was thinking about this uh for myself. And I've so prior to having Isaac, I was already like a disciplined person. Mm. Like I think over COVID, I kind of like I just did, did some major life changes. And you know, I was really like on the ball with certain things. But something about having a child just amplified that tenfold it's like i had to strategically plan out almost like every single hour of my life yeah like it's it's very interesting and like i've just kind of adhered to that lifestyle since it's just like i got like during the morning this exactly this happens and if it doesn't happen i'm sol we're out yeah what what was your grace period be like into when uh isaac was born Mm -hmm. to when 
you were able to implement that without any issue? I would say the the first three to four months were pretty chaotic for me. I feel that. <laughs> I mean, for, for me and my wife, Gabby, obviously. So we, we were talking a little bit prior to the start of the show. Um, Gabby had a lot of postpartum issues. We went down a pretty dark tunnel. Uh, she's out of it now. Everything's good. Uh, but, and she's now like a huge advocate for it and everything mm-hmm. like this. Um, but during like the worst times of that, there was, it was obviously like hour by hour, I don't know what's going to happen. So we're right. just, <laughs> it was all just kind of being thrown at me and, and thrown at, at our whole scenario. And we just kind of played it, played it by ear for a few solid, well, I'd say it's solidly like a month mm-hmm. of just absolute chaos. But post that, everything's like kind of trajected upward. And we were finally like, like, like getting a semblance of a schedule back. And that. Do you feel like there was like a grace period of like X amount of months? Well, I just think like it, it's weird in that, um, you know, I know that you guys are very hands-on, right? Yes. And I'm very hands-on myself too. So what you're saying is like, you, you know, you want to be involved, you want to help and you don't know, but you don't know how, because like, especially if, if the woman's breastfeeding and right. things like that, it's like, you literally can't. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. You, you just, you're just kind of, do you need anything? Yeah. So, no. Yeah. Okay. I mean, right. and, and I, I joke now and it's like, um, you know, every time that my wife woke up to feed Lincoln, I made sure that I woke up too. Right. For no other reason than a, I wanted to be supportive and B, oh. I also didn't want her hanging that over my head for the rest of our lives. Well, let me be the first to say that um, um, I was not strong on that aspect of things. And uh, that will hang over my head for the rest of my life. She, for, for the rest of your life, she will say, you know, you, you never woke up or, or whatever it might be. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I was the one who was always awake breastfeeding our child. Mm-hmm. 100%, and uh, so, yeah. so I was like, you're not getting on on me. You're not doing it. I, I, I literally, so right off the bat. Um, I, I talked about, you know, the three months being the grace period, the three months being rough. Gabby is, is that step of step above me. And she, she looks down on me talking about how like you thought the three months were rough for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's tough, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know if it was a grace period. I, I was saying earlier that, you know, we had Lincoln when it was like end of December. So when my wife was off for three months, it was the dead of winter. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't, I don't think like, I don't think women are educated enough uh, with, with breastfeeding, not that they're dumb, like right. they're not educated. It's just like, it's not talked about. It's not, it's, it's not a it's focus. Not, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's challenging. I mean, oh, yeah. and I mean, I, it's not challenging for me, obviously, but it's like, you know, seeing them go through it. Like it's 100%. obviously like, you know, and again, like you want to be thought, the thought of doing anything with yeah. that type of like two to three hour cycle. Yeah. Anything yeah. at That's all hard. on a 24 hour clock. Impossible. Yeah. I mean, like, so, the point is we love you women and we, we respect you and exactly. you're very, you're, you're far stronger than we are. And, yes. And, uh, at the end of the day, like whatever we say here is we're talking we're, from a place of like yeah. inferiority. And that's like, what, <laughs> and I mean, we could go on all day. I mean, there's been stuff that, you know, we've had, we've gone through with, you know, losses and things like that. I, I hate talking about that stuff because like I'm the man, right? Like, right. Exactly. Right. Hey, I went through it, but like. It's just different for oh, a yeah. woman. Yes. Everything's yeah. different for a woman in, in the, in the, uh, the, you're never yeah, going to be children. able to experience it from that point of view. No, you it's, <laughs> you have your own perception and that's yeah. kind of the, the lane you steer. I, I think for me, one of the, uh, one of the challenging things is, as we mentioned before this started. So 
I feel as if there's a few aspects of my life. There's obviously me taking care of the baby mm-hmm. and helping Sarah. Right. And then there's me taking care of like my house and making sure it's not filthy. Yep. And then there's me working at the studio. Yep. And then there's like other goals, you know, there's all these like goals and different aspects. You're, you're and still I, your own individual person. And I feel well. like I cannot keep up with like any of them. Right. And maybe at this point, you know, he's only eight weeks old. Mm-hmm. So who knows what's going to happen in the future. But I feel like, okay, I need to spend more time at the studio and, you know, growing my business because that's what supports my family. So then in turn, I feel like I'm neglecting helping Sarah. Mm-hmm. I'm not cleaning my house and it's mm-hmm. getting a mess. So then I'm like, okay, well, I got to clean my house because it's a mess. And then I'm not helping Sarah and I'm not working at the studio. So then those things are suffering. Yeah. Finding that balance, I have not done. Right. I, I haven't found it's, that It's kind of like you have yet. to like pick and choose your battles here. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> I have not found that balance yet. And like with a five-year-old, you probably found a little more balance than I have. He's looking at you. Well, like no, he's and you're about to tell you it's it's never going to change. <laughs> well, what you, what you forgot is yeah, also like being you. a husband too. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh yeah. There's there's all these things that you and it's like before children, like you could focus on work and like be 110 percent at that. Yeah. Now all these different like things you're doing, you you, you the attention is not there and it yeah, sucks, exactly. right? Because especially when yeah. you're a focused individual, mm-hmm. and I guess like you said, you just kind of have to like. Yeah. What's important in the moment? You yeah. know, like, yeah. you know, I, I don't know. It just, it's so hard to really like be a killer at everything mm-hmm. you want to do. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I think. Gabby and I talk about all, every conversation we have, we always kind of root the thought process in this conversation is bigger than just you and me. Yeah. And we have to always remember that. Mm-hmm. That's like, we, we, we constantly tell each other that when we're, when we're talking, it's just like, Hey, if we're making a decision, we have to remember that we're making a decision not only as you, the individual, as us, as a married couple, and as like the three of us as a family. Yeah, yeah. Every decision, every action that you take should be rooted in this thought of like, hey, there's stuff that goes on when I'm even not there, so I have to think about that mm-hmm. and whatever I'm going to choose to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's nuts, and I feel like you know trying to walk that line of you know being a good dad, being a good husband, and being a good worker and, you know, trying to host a podcast and all those things. It's like, everything's definitely suffering, but as long as like my kids not suffering, yeah. my children, like my home life, like that's, that's the, yeah. cause if that's not good, that's the, the work, yeah, work's yeah, going to be terrible. Yeah. The podcast is yeah. going to suffer. Yep. Like, yeah, nothing you know, else it's, is good. it's, that's, that's the, yeah, you have to, like there, there is mm-hmm. the, family is the core. Yeah. And I mean, the, as long as family's satisfied, you could kind of start branching off outside of that, mm-hmm. but that, that core has to remain intact at all times. Otherwise all attention goes to that core. Yeah. yeah I, and you guys have been doing that. I mean, you said that, you know, the past eight weeks have been focused on like making sure like yeah. the baby's good and wife's I, good. I try and, to check in with Sarah as much as possible and be like, yeah, I know this is really hard right now. Um, but if I walk away and go to the studio to work on something, are you okay? Right. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, sometimes it's, yeah, I'm exhausted. Things are really hard. And in Sarah's perspective, you know, things are really hard, mm-hmm. but I'm okay. You can go to the studio. Yeah. Other times it's like, I need your help right now. Yeah. Like, right. I know that you would like to go work on the studio. You would like to do something, you know, productive in, in the way of work. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, but I need your help, yeah. you know? And then that you gotta, you gotta sacrifice that and whatnot. And, and sometimes I beat myself up because I feel like I didn't get back to the studio. I didn't do anything today. I wasn't productive in my right. in my business, and, and especially and the day like pretty stressed out. Yeah, especially yeah. coming from you know like th- this is my thing, right? Yeah. I, I've got the studio. This is how I feed my family. This is how I support us. And um, 
and thinking, well, I didn't get back there and do something means I don't, you know, I don't know when my next paycheck is going to come in. Technically, like I, I work on a, on a client basis, you know, I don't know when something is going to, to, to happen, you know, tomorrow, some person can come in and say, Hey, I want to do uh, three records with you. And like, well, okay, great. Then, you know, financially we're doing okay. Or I can not have anybody for a month, mm. you know? So I always try to think I've got to get back there and I've got to work. If I don't have a client, I've got to do something that is going to eventually get me to having a client, AKA like putting on my own music or just, you know, I, I work with Andrew a lot of, on his music and then, you know, doing a podcast or so on yeah, and so forth. Social media, all that kind and, of stuff. Yeah. And that to me kind of looms over my head and probably will for the rest of my life because that's just the nature of this business. Right. And I have to think right now, Sarah needs help. Yeah. You know, and, and even though that is looming and I feel like I've got to get back there and do something, mm-hmm. you, you do have to like kind of look in the moment and say, that's okay. Right. You know, maybe you didn't do it for this couple hours, but you helped your wife survive. <laughs> yeah. Well, like anything, whether it's work or it's communication, right? If you yeah. guys are good at communicating, like she can say that she needs help. Yeah. And when she says she's good, you know that she's good, right? Yeah. As oh, long yeah. as you guys have that open communication, like that's the, yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the key. One. That, yeah. That's the key for, yeah. I, I feel like a healthy relationship for romantic or platonic right. but then that way it's not whole, it's not over your head though you know what i'm saying it's like yeah granted you're thinking about it but it's like yeah you're always thinking about it yeah that will never end you'll never <laughs> not think about it. Yeah. <laughs> but i mean it will it does get easier yeah yeah i mean you're you're in the thick of it right now like, you know like the, <laughs> the lack of sleep like <laughs> i don't know what you know i went back into it my lincoln's five he was sleeping through the night for i don't know how many years before our daughter was born right yeah that's sweet that's sweet living man like, yeah you get yeah. a full night's sleep because oh my gosh eight hours ago. I, I, I I swear in London, I'm sorry, but I, I swear I've gained probably 20 pounds since she was born. Now I'm going to put a lot of blame on her just because my sleep has been messed up. But I will yep. also, t- I will also take the blame in that I'm 40 now mm-hmm. and I eat like a raccoon, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, so it's probably it's more of those things than her, <laughs> but see, but you're laughing and you seem happy about yeah. it. See, I'm like, I was in this weird place of like burnout on top of burnout. Yeah. So like during like the, the thick of it with, with Isaac being born, I, you know, I, I started exercising three years ago and I'm like kind of a psycho when it, when it comes to that truthfully. Yeah. I see your stories. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Dude. So, I mean, I like, I'd be rocking on four hours of sleep and I'd be like, I got to go out and get this, get this 5k in, or I got to go lift. And I mean, it wasn't healthy, like at all. Like I was on very minimal sleep, yeah. just overexerting myself to the max. Yeah, that's because why you live like off caffeine. Now. Yeah, that's why. That's why I'm a caffeine addict now. Truth is that your second can right now? <laughs> at this point, I dude, I start, I start my days with like blasting pre workout <laughs> stimulants all day, baby. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I also, I think I gained thirty pounds mm-hmm. in like. Mm-hmm. So there was three weeks up to Elliot being born. That we didn't know what was going to happen. So I stopped taking on clients because he was, he was actually a week past his due date. And every time you hear, oh, any day now, any yeah. day now, could be any day now. Well, it wasn't any day. And she had to get induced. <laughs> and like, so for three weeks prior to Elliot being born, I wasn't doing anything. And I was kind of like, when's this going to happen? When's this going to happen? You know, you're stressing yourself out. And then... um you know, only two, like in such a short amount of time, like two months, essentially, I was like, I gained so much weight. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then me and Sarah were like, let's eat healthy. I mean, Sarah, she 
if it wasn't for her, I would be as big as this couch for any <laughs> any uh, viewers because I I I hate eating healthy. I hate greens. I hate fruits hate and eating. vegetables. We, yeah, this, this no, is I a do. whole topic I really, for I really discussion. do. Like he doesn't eat anything. I, like he generally just hates food. It's, like, and it's I'm being sad. Sad. I love food. It's <laughs> I know it's sad, but like I I told Sarah, I was like I I need you to just say this is what you're eating for dinner or whatever you know yeah. and um and so we've kind of been getting down that you know down that path of like eating cleaner and eating healthier and eating at more appropriate times because man the first couple of days you know or, or weeks i guess thing, yeah. i wake up it's 3 a.m he's screaming i change his diaper and i go lay down in the bed and i'm like i'm starving mm-hmm. yeah so then you go and you eat something which is obviously terrible for oh, you oh yeah you know it's at eight, 10 o'clock at night just because that's oh, all you, yeah you know that's that's all you have snacks yeah. all day the Eight amount day. of the amount of times that i've eaten lunch at two or three mm-hmm. just yeah. The baby starts screaming. The ba- the baby is this. Yes. The baby is that. You yes. need to take care of the baby. Yes. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, it's now three o'clock. We yes. haven't eaten lunch. Yeah. So yeah, it's like your sleep schedule gets screwed up. Mm-hmm. Your eating mm-hmm. habits get screwed up. Mm-hmm. And then even like, even if you want to eat healthy, right. a lot of times it's oh well. Yeah. I don't know. Just order something, exactly. please. Chinese Ooh. pizza, anything. I don't care. On, on the topic of health, no. Look, what, you're not there yet because I, I know your story. But um, how old's your daughter again? <laughs> So nine months, nine months. You're just, okay. You're just a month behind me. In those nine months, how many times have you been sick? I'm curious. I, me, so not maybe once that I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, and I have a kid, Lincoln's in daycare. Yes. So Lincoln in the first year of his life, I thought like he was sick every day. Okay. All right. Um, That's fair. But yeah, we haven't been, we haven't been sick. I because... must have a nice immune system. <laughs> so, uh, so you probably built up that immunity. I have yeah. no idea what happened when Isaac was born. My immune system it, uh, just hit a reset button. We also, he also goes to daycare two days a week. Yeah. That's, what that, that's enough though. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm telling you. So, um, I, I thought about this today. If <laughs> I was just like, if you tech, if you count every single time anyone in the house was sick and threw it all together in 10 months, my house has been sick 27 times. Jesus. <laughs> Ten of those are me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you really did the math on this I one literally did the math. This is talking point. Dude, last week I had the stomach virus for the second time in two months. Wow. Yeah. I've yeah, had, I, feel, I, I feel pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. I have I had everything good. respiratory ever. It's when they go to daycare. That's, yeah. what, that's, what, that's what does Dude, it. Dude, the daycare is, is pure evil in that it's sense. <laughs> well, it's, it's a breeding ground for illness. You walk in, every kid kid is like sitting there with something in their mouth yeah they put it on the ground the kid next to them picks it up oh i'll mm-hmm. eat this too it's yeah. like yes. no, no sticking their fingers yes. everywhere that you Dude, can this, imagine yeah. definitely the last year of my life takes the cake on any other year that in terms of like the amount of sickness yeah I don't, oh, dude, I hate it. The past I three years it. of my life has, have been the most healthiest for me, funny enough, <laughs> including baby. That's wild. I, I, you know what? I swear. It's I don't remember what it's like not being sick at this I point. Did, <laughs> dad, dad was a doctor before I married uh, Sarah. I lived at home and I honestly thought that he just brought everything back. Mm-hmm. So he would work in the ER and he'd come home and then I would get railed with something right. horrible. Right. And then, and then I moved out and I stopped getting sick. <laughs> I was like, this is great. <laughs> I got pink eye once oh. and I, and I remember what happened too. Like mm-hmm. I woke up and I changed Lincoln's diaper and I sat in the chair with him and rocked him back to sleep. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I think I probably just got something on my, oh, my yeah. hand and oh, I, yeah. you know, you get one for fin- it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Pink mm-hmm. eye. Ugh. Yep. 
I had that once many years ago, so nothing that was baby related. I'm definitely going to have it within the next three months. <laughs> it's just positive at, attitude. At this point. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get pink eye. <laughs> well, I mean, so Isaac's thing, I don't know if it's just a baby thing or whatnot. Isaac's thing is obviously we're, we're huge on the thumb. We suck the thumb all the time. You know, dro- he drools like. I, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Drools everywhere all do, the time. Do you have a thing on him at Bib all times? 24 7. That's 24 7. <laughs> If I can recommend anything, yeah, just put bib. the bib on. Who yeah, cares? bib all the time. I was so, like, so like, if, I was so like, what if every picture he's got a bib on? I'm like, I don't care. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yep. So, just so gotta I get mean, one of the matches. Are lather than saliva, twenty four seven. And when you hold him, the only thing he wants to do is shove that thumb as far as he can in your nose. <laughs> yeah. nice. was, oh man. So I'm like, that's definitely a big part. Of it. Yeah. Jeez. So yeah, I think we're um, we're we're hitting this. Me and Sarah are hitting this point mm-hmm. where it's getting easier, quote unquote. I'll mm-hmm. I'll say that very lightly. Yeah. Because he doesn't sleep anymore, mm-hmm. but I think our bodies are just kind of acclimating Acclim- to not sleeping. Yeah, anymore. for sure. <laughs> However, the when, like I feel like as that as that starts to wean off and they and like uh as, he sleeps. As, yeah, as he starts to sleep more, you're gonna like kind of soak it in. Yeah. I feel like, like eventually you're like, well, wait. I could sleep longer than three hours. So you just, your body just like, yeah, man, so you that's, take advantage of that's it. That's actually <laughs> the super dangerous part. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, with um, going kind of back to what we were saying before with like the business and like working yeah. is I technically, if I don't have a client in the studio, don't have to get up and do anything. Right. And I mean, there's days where I'm like, oh my gosh, it's 1130. I should get out of bed. Mm. And uh, that's, you know, completely unproductive. And then I feel terrible about myself. Right. Um, but yeah, that, that's been another struggle. It's like, you don't sleep, but you still need to have that responsibility enough to say, all right, I've got to get up. Mm-hmm. I've got to start working. I've got to start doing something yeah, to be productive. That's just a self-discipline thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm bad at that. Yeah. <laughs> That that's been a, honestly, I think one of the hardest parts for me yeah. to, is like keeping myself disciplined. Like mm-hmm. I don't know how you do. Life. I, so like, time, time management. I think you're good at time management. So I've grown to be good at time yeah. management, but it exclusively becomes like this inner. Like so, first of all, if if I don't, I, there's this mentality of like if I don't do something, especially with the life that I live now, like if I don't do such and such at six a.m., it's not happening. Right. And if I don't do that, I'm gonna feel like crap. So hmm. there, there's just kind of this mentality of like, I, I got to force myself to do this because this is going to lead to this. And that's how I have this hour by momentum. hour. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like I build the momentum over the course of the day. Mm-hmm. And I know it all starts usually with like, in like a early, as early as I can get it morning workout. <laughs> Truthfully. Yeah. I mean, like, you're psychotic. <laughs> Although so your baby like, is sleeping through the night now, right? Yeah. So, I mean, but I still. lucked out really hard because the moment Isaac was able to sleep through the night, I'd forget what month marker that was, but he just did. That's good. And we like have it. Four? We, yeah, probably. Every, everyone's been telling me four. Four. And so, I've been, yeah. I've been the, that, I'm at, I'm at, that, I guess that four, roughly four month mark, he yeah. was just like, I'm going to sleep through the night and has every night since. But then every baby's yeah. different. I'm at nine months and sh- I, so I don't want to jinx it, but mm. the last two nights she slept basically through the night and I mean like yeah. six, which is great. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it was like 1230 mm-hmm. and then 330 and then like oh, yeah. it could be 630, it could be seven, it could mm-hmm. be 530 again. It was nuts. Yep. But the last two nights have been, you know, it had been great. So I'm hoping we're turning a corner because <laughs> so that's, you're at nine months, she's still not sleeping through the night. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, God bless you. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you know, it's it's weird though, cause like the second baby, like 
no one can prepare you for the first one, right? right. So like yep. what I'm saying, if you choose to have a second one, like I feel like it's easier. Yeah. It's yeah. easier. You in know that what to expect. You know what to expect. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. th- there was times in the first with Lincoln that the mm-hmm. first three, four weeks, I was like, what have we done? Yeah. Like, why did oh, we absolutely. do this? Like <laughs> I seriously, right Lincoln, I love you, mm-hmm. but like, can I give it back? <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, I don't know what we've done. Yeah. So Gabby will tell this to the, like the end of all days. Um, but literally, so we're talking about like when Isaac's born. So we're just, we're talking because we have the due date and everything like that. She still laughs at the fact that um, we were having the conversation. I look at her, look at her and I'm just like, so when he's born, like the de- day night of, when do we sleep? Yeah. <laughs> I just asked her because I was curious. I was like at the hospital, like, how does, yeah. how does this work? And she looks at me and just goes, never again. <laughs> never, never again. Was, oh man. Those, those, I was just naive to it. We had yeah. three days in the hospital and it was just awful. Getting home was, was beautiful, but mm-hmm. man, like sleeping on that chair, essentially that pull-out chair. Yeah. Oh yeah, was a was a mess. And the one night, it's it so like funny. a little bench. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And the one night, they kept him for one more night, mm-hmm. and um, uh, because he failed his hearing test, but he was screaming during it, and the the girl's like doing it, and she's like, "Oh, he's fighting me, he's kicking, he's punching, he's screaming," mm-hmm. but he failed his hearing test, and they're like, "You need to stay another night." And I was like, "What? How do you?" How are you gonna test that yeah. when, when he's whatever? So we stayed we stayed another night, and um, when they were, the night before the second night, they're like, "Well, if you stay another night, you got the benefit of the nursery. We could take the baby, bring him in when he needs to feed." Blah blah blah, and um, nobody came in that night. Nobody took him, and nobody checked on him. Mm-hmm. We was just like, "I could have been home. This sucks." Yeah, <laughs> and there's a there's so many things that like they don't tell like. You know, as we were talking about with the breastfeeding thing, that you're not really educated on, you don't really know. Yeah. So for us, um, I I was constantly calling my mom and dad, and I was just like, "Hey, is this okay? Right. Is that okay? Nobody told me anything." The, the, yeah, yeah. You need the reassurance, you know. And then then the first couple nights that we were back home, Sarah, I don't think slept a minute because mm-hmm. the whole time she was looking in the bassinet, he would make one little yeah. squeak, oh, yeah. and then she'd be like, "What?" Right. Is he dead? Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Try, like try to go back to bed. He squeaks again. Oh my gosh. You know, and you're like so worried about it. Yeah, and yeah. um we're kind of we're kind of on that back the back end of that where like we can tell that he's just squeaking and mm-hmm. making a noise, but he's fine. Right. Versus oh my gosh, there's a problem. Yeah. You know? I thought we would like get better with the second one, kind of like, you know, let no. it let it go. And yeah. the second one we have a an owlet sock that, mm-hmm. that she wears yeah. and it monitors their breathing and all that oh, kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. I'm like I thought we could, I thought we like would get better. <laughs> like, no, no, we just when anxiety just never goes away. No, get more doesn't. nervous. <laughs> That's the thing, oh though, gosh. man. Like I, I mean, I don't know. I'm constantly nervous. Like right. we were at a birthday party today, yeah. and mm-hmm. you know they were it's exactly like a gymnastic center. Um, they were having a good time, but like it's like you, you see them do these things, and it's like. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. You're gonna then, fall yeah. and break your neck. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like oh, man. It's like it's just constant like. It's constant worry, and maybe mm-hmm. it's just me being. No, I think that's just dumb, an innate <laughs> thing, in the, like in parenthood. I, was say, I, I just I think it shows you care about your kids. Yeah, yeah. but I also feel like like I feel like my parents just kind of like put me down and were like, "Oh, yeah, he'll, be, he'll be okay." Like, yeah, yeah. I'm too like, "Oh, God, like, yeah. you're gonna get hurt or whatever." It's like I'm like almost like babying him to a to a degree. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, which I don't want to do. You know, hundred percent. I feel but, like that. I, I feel like that progression just kind of weans off as first of all, as you choose to parent, but I feel like it should, as your child gets older and yes. certain age markers. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I like, like Eric and I would talk about like our upbringing and I would always like, whenever I talk to anyone about my upbringing, I always talk about how I was, I was the third of three. I was the youngest. So like, and my mom just kind of, for that reason, didn't care as much, but I was able, <laughs> right, but I, I was able it. to like kind of build my own character because she <laughs> yeah. gave me a lot of freedom because mm-hmm. I, I was the third. So I like, I think about it like how I'm going to parent with that type of mentality. Yeah. It's kind of like, well, eventually you're going to be a teenager and you're going to like, like rebel and I shouldn't be overly strict because that, that, that would be a thing. And like, right. I think about this stuff now with a 10 month old, yeah, like, what's, what's the next 10 years looking like? Probably the last video. Sorry, YouTube. But <laughs> forget yeah. it. Yeah. It just, it's never going to stop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I want to ask you a father who has, a child that is beyond the age of one. Yes. Any advice for two fathers who have children under the age of one? <laughs> oh, just love them. I mean, just like, you know, my, my, my mom was very like vocal and all that kind of stuff. But like my dad was a, a man of very few words. Mm-hmm. Um, and not that he wasn't around or present cause he was, but like, like even till like the day he passed away, like we weren't mm-hmm. like, we never talked much and we never like, mm-hmm. right. so like my son will never not know how much I love him. Same with my daughter. Like yeah. Yeah. just like embrace it, just be part of the, their lives. And, um, I don't have to tell you that, but yeah. like, that's just like, <laughs> no, exactly. that's just like the, the, I mean, nothing's, there's nothing greater than uh, for me being, than being a dad. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Top. And top I was priority. always, I was always on the fence about kids. I was like, mm-hmm. if I have kids, great. If I don't have kids, that's cool too. Like, yeah. But then when I had him, um, and we fought so long for, our second. Yeah. Um, it just like, I was like, I wish I had done this earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, right. I was, cause I was 35 when he was born mm-hmm. and I was almost 40 when, when she came along. So mm-hmm. like I did it later in life for sure, right. but I yeah. wish I had done it earlier. So that way I don't, I'm not the, uh, the grandfather <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> graduation. The grandfather dad. Yeah. But, um, that's, yeah, that's actually, uh, Sarah, like Sarah's family is a very interesting age gap too. Because her parents, I think, are 48 and 49 and now have three grandchildren. I mean, within the matter of like two months, yeah. because, you know, because uh, her sister had twins. But um, yeah, it's like they're, they're so young. My, par- my parents are 63 or something. So like my sister just had her first baby. Like my parents became grandparents at like 62 years old, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that was actually a big factor of why Sarah and I started now. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think there's always the excuse. You can always be like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. Right. Um, ready. But yeah, yeah, but yeah, you'll, you'll never be ready. Yeah, you'll you'll never, never be ready. ready. And, um, and then I thought of my mom and dad and I thought about my relationship with my grandfather because my dad, his parents were, were 40, mm-hmm. I think when, mm-hmm. um, or somewhere around there when he, um, you know, when he was born. So my relationship with my grandfather on my dad's side was very minimal. He died when I was 13. My grandmother was basically completely deaf and I didn't like, couldn't really talk to her, you know, anyways. So I thought about that and I was like, man, I want my children to, to know my parents, you know? And Mm -hmm. that was like such a big factor in saying, you know, having that conversation with Sarah and being like, let's, let's do this. Let's start this thing. Yeah. You know, even though I'm not ready, Right. I mean, I, uh, if it wasn't for the, the wonderful people in my life, you know, my, my in-laws, my family, my, you know, my immediate family, my sister, my brother-in-law, my, 
my mom and dad and, and just everyone who supports us. Um, if it wasn't for them, I, I probably would drown. And Sarah, I mean, <laughs> she's uh, yeah. she's she's the brains behind everything. And I'm just like, you tell me what to do, I got it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, I was talking about before we started. I was talking about how um, uh, Gabby is has enough courage for both of us because she yeah. she always wants to like watch the progression and kind of yeah. move, the, move the ball forward with Isaac. And yeah. I'm just kind of like, if we, if we get something down, right. I just want to stay there yeah. forever. Like, I'm, it's kind of like, I'm comfortable with this. You don't have to move along <laughs> yeah. anymore. Yeah. Dude, I, mean, I, I have, this is the second kid and you know, we're feeding her Cheerios. I'm like, right. Is that okay? She's right. she's oh, like, yeah. She has two teeth. Like <laughs> how's this happening? You know what? And I've already gone through it. Like I should be like, okay now. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. You know, Lincoln did this at this age and, but yeah, she's like eating all these like whatever we eat. Whatever she eats. Is same, but uh, whenever we like cut up or any food or anything like that, Gabby's giving them like marble sized stuff and stuff like that. And here I am chopping it to like yeah. the tiniest <laughs> yeah, yeah, thing yeah. you could imagine. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want him to choke on. That's he eats funny. everything fine. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here I am in panic mode, twenty four seven about food. Yeah, and again, it goes to what we said earlier about the women in our lives being, you know, they, they move the, the ball forward. Yeah, literally the rock. Yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't for them, I'd be like. My kid wouldn't eat. <laughs> exactly. Or he'd just eat the same thing You're going to drink milk yeah. all day, every yeah, yeah, yeah. day for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Do I feel that? I feel that. And honestly, like this, having the baby makes me really respect and reevaluate like single parents. Mm-hmm. Dude. I, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how any of them do it. God bless them. I wish nothing but the best for them. And actually, yeah. um, this was a, a conversation that Andrew and I had, we were going to put on, or he, he puts on a benefit show um, in Nanny Coke. And I, I thought, what more fitting to do um, a benefit towards potentially like single parents, right. um, diaper drives or something that would support them because I couldn't imagine. Right. Like, even if I had the ability to feed my child and completely let, you know, take care of him, mm-hmm. I don't know how I would be able to do, to do that. Right. Like right. I need Sarah or, or yeah. we would both die. Right. You know? Yeah. So any, any like single parents, like, oh my gosh, you know, yeah, root, root and like, like, yeah, up, utmost respect for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My wife had insane. a lot of uh, friends who were single parents and this is before I had children and having children and looking back, I'm like, I didn't give them enough credit. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. You know, just, yeah. By, <laughs> by no means am I making the, like the legitimate comparison. But I, I don't think I told you this, um, but Gabby and I work different shifts. Gabby works nights, I work days. Um, and she she has her schedule curtailed a certain way that roughly every two weeks or so, she goes on like a, a stretch of day, stretch of work days. Uh, we're talking 12 hour days. So I kind of get like a little bit of a taste. Glimpse, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> over a span of a few days because she like mom goes to work for 12 hours, comes home, sleeps, sleeps basically right. gets up goes back to work. So I get that little bit of taste of just, it's me and the little guy for a couple yeah. days stretch. And I'm just like, how does anyone do anything yeah. like this? And I think too, that's like, you know, the family unit, like it's, it's so important to have both, you know, the mother and father mm-hmm. yeah. is in, you know, together and a part of it because, yep. you know, you, you see studies and you see just people right. who don't have a mother or don't have a father yep. and just yeah. like the challenges that are, are, you know, that they go through just because of those reasons. And I, you know, right. it's hard, man. You know, people are getting divorced all, all the time for whatever reason, yep. but it's, it's like, you, you start thinking about kids now. Um, yeah. I was just talking the other day about, um, uh, I saw somebody in Turkey Hill, like, and she would just like, 
I don't know. She's kind of like a slob and she's like on the phone right. and like, she's just kind of being rude to the the cashier. Yeah. And I'm like, how did you get to this point? Exactly. Like, <laughs> like you were once an innocent child, right? Like, yeah, what, right. What, like how was your upbringing? Like, yeah. What progression led you to yeah, be the and like, way you are? Yeah. And I feel bad saying she's a slob. It, no, but like, it wasn't meant to be. No, you know, I get where you're coming from. Just like, like, eventually, you just you you kind of have to do like a mental study, and like you're just curious yeah, on like, like how someone can treat someone such a way, knowing that like at one point you were the person completely dependent on everything. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it just it, it's kind of weird to think about. Like, like no, did you not have parents? Like. Did they like like it was just it's weird. Yeah, and it's exactly. like and it's just like you think about kids and like how you know their upbringing is so important and like I'm always worried. Am I being a good dad? Am I oh, being yeah. a good husband? Am I being a good whatever? Right. Um, because I don't want that to ever be them. Like I want them yeah. to, to know that like they have everything that they need mm-hmm. to help them succeed. Like I'm not gonna yeah. give the world because they're right. valued. Yeah, you know, it just yeah. And, yeah. and going back to what we said like before about you know, what would you what what advice could I give you? Again, just communication with your children, just yeah. like yeah, you know, tell them that you love them, but like, like you know, talk to them. Like, yeah. I, I got like, I didn't get beat as a kid, but like, right. I got spanked. Right. <laughs> it was just, I mean, it, it was just part of like, I, but I've never hit my son. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't ever plan on it. It's yeah. just like we can talk about, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. the right from wrong, and like, hey, that like you don't do this because of this reason. Like, right. mm-hmm. the show by example, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like it, you know, it, it, there's core values and within everyone, and I mean. If your core values are kind of, as a person, are in the right place, your child's going to acknowledge that to yeah. some extent. And they'll grow up being like, hey, my get, my dad was a good dude. And yeah. like, you kind of just follow suit. That's yeah. a huge yeah. responsibility. Yep. So you, it's got eyes, you got eyes on you <laughs> all always. the time. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Literally always. And, uh, you know, and obviously no one's perfect and we, we do stupid things and make mistakes and someone's watching you, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and someone's looking up to you. And, uh, and you, you find that, you know, through studies and, and history of a lot of times the, the shortcomings of parents end up being the shortcomings of the child and that the cycle just keeps going on. It's so, cycle, yeah. you know, to, to keep, always try to keep yourself in check and thinking like, I, I need to be a role model. Yeah. I need to be the best role model I could possibly be yeah. for this, you know, for this child. And they've got eyes and they've got ears too. Like, dude, yeah. like right now, Lincoln, oh, I'll tell you what, yeah. man, like you could talk directly to him and be like, what? I could be across the room talking to my wife about something I don't want him hearing about. Yeah. I heard that. Exactly. What about that? Eventually it it's comes like, out. How and- did you hear me? Yeah. How did you hear <laughs> oh, And it's just like, uh, I mean, Right now, you guys and me included, we have it so easy mm-hmm. right now. Honestly, there's no outside influence, right? Right. Like your kids are here in your in your homes, and like they, they might have daycare a couple of times a week. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, they see other family, but yeah. the family pretty much has the same kind of moral values, right? right? Exactly. Structures are relatively the same. Yeah. Yep. But like you know, Lincoln's going into kindergarten next year or this fall coming up. Right. Yeah. And it's like, that's when like the outside influences like kind of come into play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah, it's, yeah. and you know, he's even a kid in his classes. Like one of his good buddies, his parents are going through a, a bit of a divorce. Yeah. And like, <laughs> it broke my heart. He, uh, he's like, I don't know why, like, you know, my friend, I won't say the name, yeah. but, um, you know, he's, he's living with, um, his mommy and, and the grandparents. Mm-hmm. And, um, he's like, why can't, why can't his mommy and daddy just say Oof. sorry right? and, and make up. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
don't know where I was going with that. I mean, still, like, um, still yeah. Oh, the just the outside influences. Yeah. Like, so yeah. like, you, right. they, they get older, they start talking to more friends, and like, you can be the best parent you want to be, mm-hmm. but they're going to, you know, have to go go through their, you know, yeah. their friends yeah. with divorce, and like, but even outside that, like, just bad kids. Right. Like, just kids who are like, mm-hmm. troubled, have, have bad parents. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I, well, yeah. you just, know, it truthfully has, it like, I have to believe at my deepest level that it truly truly is the core values of the person. Yeah. Cause I mean like correlating back with that. So preface here, I am the child of the divorce. So my parents were divorced and I was roughly six, seven. Um, so like I said, so raised by, uh, my mother, three kids, you know, I have, my mom's my hero. Mm-hmm. I always tell everyone this. Yeah. I have the, the, she's top tier. Sure. Best person ever. And I got my hard work, uh, hardworking ethic from her because she, my she mom is just a great person <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> all over. And so like, I have to believe that it truly comes down to the, whatever the family dynamic, whatever that, whatever the moral values of that person are, is, are going to resonate with the child. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like in, in stories like that, you know, my brain immediately goes like the, the, the kid that might be for like, for seeing the divorce from young age eventually is going to grow up and figure out what happened, mm-hmm. but it's all about the, what happened during that duration of time. It, that's going to uh, like develop him as a person. Yeah. So yeah, I find that interesting. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, and the other day he came home and it was talking about Freddy Krueger. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, where did you hear about Freddy Krueger right. from? You don't need to know about that. Oh, Dude, uh, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I was talking about yeah. it. Because he, he's never seen it in our house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's never even heard the name before. Yeah. But it's so like, oh, that kid's dad was watching it. I'm like, well, this sounds like your kid was that. also yeah. watching it too. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. he was talking about how like he had like knives on his fingers and stuff. Yeah, I'm that's, like, <laughs> that's terrifying uh, to think for, for a five-year-old. At, like, at like 10. Yeah. And I was, oh my God. Oh. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. but like you can, and that was my biggest fear about being uh, a parent in general. I'm like, you could be the best parent. I mean, I, how often do you see kids that get hooked on drugs and like, yeah, like poor who had outside of the house. Right. They had great parents. Like you see all every, you know, what's that show called? Uh, uh, I forget what it's called, but just talk about straight. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. It was uh shoot, I forget. But like again, Something. it's just it's, there's a lot. You know, Gabby and I were on a walk with Isaac the other like probably like a week or two ago, and we were talking about this, like the appropriate age to expose your child to something before someone else does, right? Because yeah. especially in like today's world where it's so everything's so easily accessible, yeah. They're going to find it very fast. That's definitely something that Sarah and I have been thinking about, and that's been terrifying. I mean, there's not a time. So I have a TikTok for the sake of the studio, Mm -hmm. and I I never go on it. Like, I'm not a big fan of the app. But if I say, okay, you know what? I I need to go on it. I need to post something for the studio. Almost the first video that comes up is usually pretty sexually explicit. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah. what is this? Well, I was like, algorithms any- telling you. Yeah, no, I, yeah I don't. I, honestly, I, a certain way. I don't yeah. use it. I don't like anything. I don't comment on anything. I yeah. literally just have it. So I get on. I post the thing on the studio page, and then I shut it down. Um, but honestly, it's like all the time. There's like something inappropriate where I'm like, I would, I would not want my child to see this. Right. I'm like, what kind of role model? You know, examples are you setting for children? And yeah. like, we, you know. Sarah's sister's eight and she's, you know, 
in that era of, you know, she's got the phone. She knows how to use a phone. Yeah. Who knows what you can find? You can find Anything. some crazy stuff on the find internet. Whatever you want. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. What, literally, whatever you want, yeah. you're going to find it. So, I, I mean, I, I remember, I remember stupid stuff like that when I was young, where, yeah. like, you know, I remember when Facebook didn't get it quite right and there was like, those horrible violent videos that were on there from like third world countries. Yeah, and I yeah. saw that as a, Oh yeah. I don't know. Facebook came out when I was like, what? I'm like 13, still traumatized 14, by that. Yeah, 13, 14. I still got those images burned into my skull. Mm, yeah. Like, yeah, I've seen oh, some gosh, disturbing that, stuff on unhinged yeah. Facebook. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Right. When, <laughs> I was on Instagram and I started getting these, like these pages of, of basically half naked girls. Right. Like, yep. Oh yeah. Oh, they follow so, you. So what, no, what I happened was like, I, I'm like, God forbid if my wife is ever over my shoulder for yeah, a reason right. and sees me on Instagram and like, I'm on? like, just so you know, like I don't know what's going on, but like this is this this pops up. Perfect example. Yep. I don't follow her. She doesn't follow me. Like yep. th- Yeah. Yeah. I, I just want you to know. But for some reason. Yeah. Some I, reason I, I, that's, it's just it's, everywhere. It's, and it's like, scary. Like it's oversaturation of the wrong thing <laughs> for your children. Yeah. And who knows what we're gonna have to do deal with in the next ten years or yeah. you know, exactly. You, you know. Yeah. I mean, I was I you know, internet. I was 16-ish when AOL came out. Like, you know, all that kind of like... Right. So I had like half my life with it and half my life without it. Yeah. But... Yeah, we like... So like the rise of the internet. I remember the earlier... I want to say like seven, eight for me when I was like finally like... Not so much surfing the web, but had the capabilities of it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of responsibility as parents. Ton of responsibility and I... uh, It's going to get harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I with wish... advancements in like technology, dude. Yep. Like, I don't know what's next, and like, yep. I don't know. <laughs> I doubt like the the creators of whatever is going to be ne- be next are going to know like the ramifications of what it's capable of doing. <laughs> no, they're not. It's just because like yeah, yeah, like we talked about before the with the the upbringing of the internet. In our case, it was like unhinged. We had to figure it all out as yeah. we went along. Like, <laughs> that didn't work. <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah. Anyways, we're uh, we're at forty six minutes, which is um, pretty by. awesome, and uh, our longest podcast today. So we definitely lost video. Sorry, guys, <laughs> <laughs> um, but we'll probably wrap it up there. Uh, yeah, Johnny, thank you so much for being here. This was a wonderful conversation. We could probably talk all day. Oh yeah, yeah, um, we could. I mean, honestly, one question I have for you guys. Yo, oh yeah, please, please, yeah, lay it on us. Eight weeks in. Yes, favorite thing so far. Oh my gosh. Um, I so so we're right at that stage of where he actually will lock eyes with you and then like kind of kind of coo and laugh and giggle. Yeah. That's been that's been awesome. And I love like um I call him my squish all the time, my little scrunchy squish. And he he'll uh you know, you put him like on your chest and he and he just kinda like kind of snuggles up to you. Yeah. That's the little scrunchy squish snuggles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is I love that. Yeah. That that's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you ten months in, huh? Ten months in. So currently, we don't have the recollection that I am dada. So, but 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 we're blatantly. That's the only thing we say right now. We crawl crawl around going da 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 da, da, and like all the time. I'm like, I love that. Thank you. (laughs) That's good. Five years. Five 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 years and nine months in. Yeah. Oh, I mean, there's so much. I mean, I mean, I was outside with Lincoln today. We we're playing tag. I mean, he wants to be outside all the time, which is great, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, he wants me to push him on the swing. He wants to play tag, and um, you know, he's just like he's a little human. And yeah. I was outside working on the pool this, this morning, and like he's out there with me, hanging out. He's like my little buddy, you know. Yeah. Um. So it's just like it's it's cool having him as like just like this little person that 
I can communicate with and, yes. and have conversations with. And um, I'm so ready for outside. Yeah, it's yeah. just like playing. It's, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not, so ready for that. Definitely not trying to wish away time, but I am looking no. forward to yeah. communication and like actually understanding who this person is. You know, yeah. right now he doesn't really have much of a personality, but yeah. Yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, and then London, I mean, she's just, you know, she smiles. All you have to do is smile at her, she'll smile yeah. back at you. And, like, that's, awesome. that's just so cool to see. Like, she's just a, just a, a happy feeling. baby. And Yeah. Yeah, her, her first word was dada, which is... I got it. Got sorry, it. sorry, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's just, like, it's it's very, very rewarding, and it's just, uh, I recommend it to everyone. Yeah. I'm not trying to push. You know, <laughs> have if you don't want them, that's fine too. But like, right. yeah. they will bring you a joy that it's you rewarding. never knew that you could ever yeah. experience. That you so. could really only sure. achieve by, yep. by having them. So, yep. so for sure. Okay. Um, so yeah, we're going to wrap this up. I want to give you an opportunity, uh, to plug the things you want to plug. I was just about for to the, say, I was going to say for those who don't know, <laughs> Popco has got his own podcast, Popco podcast. And then he also has Popco Picks on Spotify, which you can listen to his favorite music, uh, which might feature some of our stuff. <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah. There we go. There I, we. I know that's a shameless plug. <laughs> it's, um, it's the Popco Project podcast. Oh my gosh, I'm done. Well, it's, you know what though? Everyone keeps calling that. I'm like, did I f- up? <laughs> did I like? Everyone calls it Popco Podcast. I'm like, did I? Should I have mentioned that? That's is that what I should have called it? And if Steve. I just curse, I apologize. If That's I, right, uh, I'll bleep it bleep, out. Bleep that out, yeah, but... Um, Instead of breathing it, it's the pee-pee. Uh, <laughs> Stop <yeah>. it. <laughs> and I thought about that, too. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, that's on uh, uh, Spotify and all the streaming services. I've yep. had these guys on as guests before, which is oh, yeah. a lot of fun, but it just features a lot of um, you know local musicians and creators and you know some national uh artists as well so check that out yes the popco project check it out everywhere that you stream podcasts yeah that was incredible subscribe to youtube subscribe (laughs) subscribe everywhere you would find him on instagram yeah facebook anywhere yeah anywhere and you literally just find this guy in a lot of places in general so yeah be on the lookout (laughs) good guy to know thank you guys thanks for listening peace peace later